Welcome everyone to Fire and Water, the podcast. Uh, it's me, Tennyson Wolf, and colleague and friend Quinita Robertson. We're here together as before, and we think of this podcast as an uh, effort to support coming of age in this age, a general maturing and growing wisdom um, at so many different layers. And we seek to cultivate leaders. This is a big part of our work, uh, one show at a time, or you know, one experience at a time or many experiences all compiled together also. So glad to uh, join in today together. And today we are going to uh, think out loud a little bit, Quinita, you and I around an upcoming circle immersion gathering uh, that we are doing uh, at the end of the year in December. And we're kind of excited about it. So want to maybe flesh out a few bits of that experience excitement and the deeper clarity and purpose that goes with that too. Yeah. Um, so we're looking at doing this circle emergent and, and it's kind of been for me a long time in the making, <laughs> like we've, you know, we've been um, doing lots of circle work in different places um, on our own and offerings. Like we have a easy uh, essence of circle practice coming up here soon. We did one in April as well. Um, we also, a couple of years ago, did a two-day circle um, retreat workshop, um, and it's been kind of growing this body of work between the two of us and what each of us bring as far as legacy with circle and um, just our own growing edges, I would say. And so I love um, the question that I think that we've been playing with and what is it that we have to contribute to this field? Mm -hmm. are, you, are you handing it over there? I'm handing it over. All right. Well, I can feel like kind of a, a big stew of things in me. So I'll try to find the, the a simple few bits of it to maybe add in. Um, the gathering itself, first of all, December 7th through 11th, uh, deliberately in person and deliberately over those five days at Hope Springs Institute in Peebles or near Peebles, Ohio. Appalachian, Ohio is how we've been speaking it. Uh, it is a home teaching space, and uh, there's so many things that I love about that space. Uh, the forest, uh, the accommodations, the food, ooh. <laughs> and... Um, and the the like the land and the buildings that are container for circle, uh, the studio is what I'm referencing. The main meeting building, boy, it is a fantastic building for holding us in circle. So all of that is is pretty exciting. Uh, we are calling it calling it a circle immersion and a practicum for the inner and outer of belonging and contributing. And uh, immersion, that's a pretty deliberate choice here. So I, maybe I'm just going to play with the title, Quinita, and yeah. then hand it back to you. But um, immersion, like going deeply, I think of going in together and uh, being together long enough to, uh, to both connect and to learn and to feel and uh, to uh, arrive at and experience some of the, you know, the the simple guidance and structure and bones that are circle, but also to feel the deep being of it and the alchemy of it. I, I find myself wanting to uh, so much just invite people into what is the, I'm going to make up a word here. What is the practical alchemy that goes with circle? 
because there is shape, there is practice, there is all of this. And you and I have been evolving what some of that practice is and inviting people into it. So this gathering is a long time coming, but it's also a long time evolving, which predates you, you and I even meeting each other. There's ways I think that we've been you know, reshaping and honing into the essence and the heart of what circle is. I have big, big, big desire in me to uh, call people into such a centering practice with one another. So some of the naming that goes with that, or uh, an, an immersion is to get to all of that. And um, the inner is always connected to the outer. The outer is always connected to the inner. And you and I get to bring some attention to that and what it's got to do with how we create even stronger belonging in ourselves, in the world, in the circumstance, and uh, how it means that we can contribute also. Sometimes the most simple contributions are the most lasting and circle can guide so much in all of that. So I feel a list of about 18 things that I'm pretty excited about, but let me, let me pause there. I think you can hear some of that in my voice. I think one of the things that I'm excited about is that we're blending not only, um, you know, uh, the tradition of the circle way, but also bringing some of the African tradition into what we're offering. You know, one of the things that uh, I find as a woman of color and practicing circle or practicing the work that we do is we tend to, as a culture, pull information from all different cultures, except for the African culture. You know, we want to do indigenous, we want to do, we'll pull in from uh, uh, the Mayan culture, we pull in from the Indian, East Indian culture, we pull in from all these different spaces, and we don't pull in from the African spirit medicine and what it has to offer us. And for me, being the birthplace of us all, we're better to go. And so this grounding and this, um, that has been just um, I always say baked into me like my grandmother's bread in her kitchen, um, of like how we are together, how we are not only the um, honoring the divine in each other, the namaste of it, but also the Ubuntu, the humanity of it, and that we have an opportunity to come together and explore all of those pieces in various ways. So whether it's the um, looking at circle personally, like how do, you know, can I be in circle with myself? <laughs> and if so, what is that? Or circle with the divine? And what is that? Or circle with other, you know, so often I think when we think of circle, we think of a whole group of people in a room. We don't necessarily think of a circle as two people, um, but two people can be in circle with one another. Um, and what are the different ways that we can enter into it? So whether it's the labyrinth up at Hope Springs or whether it's, you know, us doing circle um, story council in the spirit house up at Hope Springs, which I think is a delicious space to be in or mm -hmm. us practicing circle. I'm interested this year or excited about looking at earth altars as a mm -hmm. form of circle and um, communication with circle with nature. And how do we start to integrate more of these pieces so that it becomes not just a thing that we're practicing, but a mm -hmm. thing that we're living and being. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanna follow that with a, a question that I think you're already responding to, Quinita. Mm -hmm. um, because when you think of West African tradition and belief systems or, or all of that, um, what do you think is some of the, from that 
orientation in you? What is some of the can't not do parts for you of evolving and maybe even strengthening or simplifying circle practice for these mm. many places, many, many causes and so, so forth that people come with? Yeah, I think part of it is that it's, uh, it's an understanding that we're never in absence of community and connection. Mm-hmm. You know, w- there's places where we think we can be separate and not in community with each other. You know, I've said to you, it's not only that circle helps us believe or remember that we belong to each other, but that we are each other. Mm-hmm. And so there's a deepening in the beingness of it. Instead of, you know, so often I, I think we go into these practices and the methodologies and we shift into the imitation instead of the integration of the work. And so having space in between, one of the, that's one of the things I think we do really well is we have space in between. So we're not like going at it all five days. <laughs> you know, we have spaces to integrate and to rest and to sit and let it work you as you're working it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there, you know, this... So we hear so often these days about um, about people and our trauma. <clears throat> and I think that the answer to some of that is community, is coming together, is learning how to be together. I think we've forgotten how to be together in community. I think so much of our culture actually pushes against that. So much of this whole idea of independence or this idea of how mobile we are because mm-hmm. we're moving all over that we're not in long-term communities with people. We don't have many places where we're really practicing and learning this together or being it together, um, which I think is even more important. I Can I pick up from there? I think one of the things that's true for me is that we're we're touching on some really deep threads here. And as people who have been convening circles and teaching about circles and all of that. Um, There's a way that, that we are called to evolve the practice. Um, I use that language, evolve the being of it, evolve the, you know, the clarifying of it, evolve the vibrational reality of it. So there's a lot of things that are here. Um, what has remained true for me over the years? Well, let's see, it's remained true in principle and it's also changed and grown a bit in how what it looks like or what it sounds like. Um, there is a deepening, I think, that is so possible. Uh, who we are as human beings, uh, how we encounter one another to either create or sometimes restore community, how we be in conversations with one another that are benefited by some listening with one another that is that is more than conversational stuff and how we benefit from sharing uh, with one another the deep longings the stories the big questions that we live in i carry a story in me that we as human beings are called to evolve such things and circle is one of the ways that that um i i think it creates such a respectful and synergistic container to be able to do some of that in what you're sharing there's something around the integration there's something for me around the incubation you know we need time and we need space this is for me one of the reasons of why why would you host a five-day gathering yeah. um, so that we can 
lift that up a little bit and and let that alchemy have its way with us or its place with us, something like that. Um, so all, all of that is exciting. Um, for me, a theme that has become even stronger lately is that there is poetry and artistry available. I've been speaking some of this in part because, you know, I, I published my second book, this collection of poems, Most Mornings. So the, the poet energy in me is growing even stronger, the writer energy. And it is so not hard to me to connect even the concepts of poetry and artistry in circle um, to, 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 together. Like there is a poetry in circle or there is there are things that happen between the words or between the lines. There is an artistry of offering that isn't understood merely by having a good brain. Those things are all exciting to me. And I, I speak those here, I suppose, because I have that yearning in me to call that or welcome that energy in others also who, who don't even have to have it figured out, just have a hunch that all of that matters. <coughs> Excuse me. And now when I pull all of that down again, like all of those things matter. Um, and those are things that I, I stand for. Um, then there's even a, a, a more simple narrative here. I think most of us human beings are trying to find, grow, build courage, uh, find, grow, build clarity in how we be in community together and how we cooperate with one another around the things that we care about or how we experiment with one another. It turns out that in the end, like a format to hold the messiness of that and the arising clarity that comes out of that, both inner and outer among us, gosh, that's important stuff. Like it, it just feels like essential, critical human behavior um, stuff. Uh, and all of that, you know, that's and that's a, that's a part of the immersion that we're offering here. Or we touch those energies, and we, I think we touch those teachings also. I also I, I I agree with that, and I think one of the things, or maybe it's a hope, maybe it's not a think. Um, mm -hmm. I hope that um, we have not only women who are brought to circle, but men who are drawn to this. Mm -hmm. You know, I think so often when we think of circle, we think that it's feminine. Mm -hmm. uh, we think even the holding is feminine, but I actually don't think that's true. Mm -hmm. I think the framework and the holding of circle is masculine. Mm -hmm. And that what happens inside the swirl and the embodiment is the feminine. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me, it's um, I love when we have men who are holding the edges of the circle, too. You know, because there's a different way that um, the female masculine shows up and the male masculine shows up in a room and in a space. Mm -hmm. And I know you and I, we work in a way where we pass that back and forth. And we, I think, model kind of different ways of doing that. Um, right. And I think that's part of it, too, being able to be in it and experience the holding um, mm -hmm. with a man and a woman holding the space. Yep. You know, when we first started working together, that was, I remember one of the reasons that I said yes is because I felt there's such a rise of the feminine on the planet, but often it's showing up in such a masculine way. Mm -hmm. And so wanting to have an opportunity to mm -hmm. um, hold space and to model um, the divine masculine and feminine together. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you're referencing that. Uh, there are many layers to that notion also. 
And when I just pull it down to a deep belly felt sense of uh, importance, um, there's a part of me that's just calling out the men. Like I want the men to show up and I'm not trying to speak to the masculine and feminine in all of us. There's something about men, male bodies showing up in the room uh, with the gifts, with our gifts, and being able to swirl that into uh, what is circle. There are many a gatherings that I've been a part of with really incredible people. And uh, it's often more women than men. And I know that there is a part of me that has been growing to just say, men, it's your turn to come out to. This is not a men's gathering, but uh, it is one where I, I want to deliberately invite um, invite the men to come to their strength that they bring into the circle. Yeah. Um, and I would also encourage if people are interested that, um, you know, this podcast to listen to, but also we did a podcast a long time ago. We have a part one and part two about Circle Buffet. And I think that those are good places too to get a little bit more of a feel of how we hold Circle mm-hmm. and kind of what are some of the learnings and maybe even I would be interested in actually going back and listen to it because I wonder what has changed in the way that we felt it when we had that conversation than this particular conversation now. Yeah. And I think my invitation, again, trying to trying to be in the dance that is the yeah. big picture of things here and then also pull it down is um, if you feel curious, you, you that are listening or you that received this forwarded from a friend or a colleague. Um, if you've got some curiosity, there's lots that's out there on our websites. We'll name those in a bit here, but you can reach out to us also because there's an evolving uh, invitation here also. We intend a group of somewhere between 12 and 20 people. I think we have. I can't quite remember our numbers. Um, and uh, uh, wanting to add to the, you know, the belonging and the contribution that Circle so wonderfully holds and, and have people leaving with, you know, some of that deep vibrational, appreci- excuse me, appreciation and clarity so as to take their circle practice out into their contexts and continue to, you know, to invite good things uh, for now and what's going on in the world. So all of, all of that is in play. Yeah. I had another thought, but I lost it. Yeah, I'm good. I think that's good. Okay. I want you to come join us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the short of it here. And come join what is this, uh, you know, what is this important dance with life, I think, and Circle has something to do with all of that. Um, with that said, we're, I think we're closing out now then. Yeah. Um, just appreciating people come, appreciating conversation, Quinita, that you and I have, which sometimes is a let's just think and feel it out loud. Um and here we are in this uh, podcast, Fire and Water podcast. So thank you to those of you who listen or continue to listen and to share um, uh, appreciation for how we go it together in all of this. Uh, in terms of some staying in touch points, we've got a few different websites that are important. Quanita, yours is nizuzu.com. Mine is tennisonwolf.com. We've got a pretty fresh off the press, hot off the press website qtwisdom.com that is a shared one for you and I and on which there is some explicit description also of uh, the circle immersion and some of the other things that we're offering and of course we've always got our fire and water uh, program also fire and 
www.weebly.leadership.com, but you can find that on the qtwisdom.com site also. These are some of the offerings that we continue to grow and love into being and uh, be able to uh, invite others into so that they can be part of that also. Thanks everybody for listening today. Thank you.